Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. Tonight, I've got a special guest. I've got Colorful Filth in the house. Give a round hey. of applause, people. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Fun facts. <laughs> 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 Dude, thank you for doing this, man. I was surprised that you said yes, actually. Why? What? Oh, and cheers to you, by the way, my friend. Cheers, man. No, you didn't think I'd be down? Well, you have a much uh, bigger following than me on Instagram. Not very active, though, so, honestly. <laughs> how long have you had it? Oh, man, probably, I want to say about four, four and a half years now. Uh, yeah. used to be way more active, but, you know, mm -hmm. Instagram has been updating that algorithm, and it's just, like, Oof. slowly killing me, pushing me down. But, yeah, all good, man. All it good. is tough, bro, sometimes, you know. I, I've been doing this for... I think I'm going to go on, uh, I, I know I'm on four years already, but like, I didn't feel like my YouTube journey started till like 2020. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't like, not that I wasn't consistent, but like, I didn't, I just didn't know like what my path was. And then I started the podcast and then things started to roll and I kind of just make whatever I want now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. No, but it's, it's so cool. You know, I feel like you really found like a really awesome niche for yourself, especially the fact that you have so many conversations with like people in the industry. Uh, you know, that's new, at least to me, I have never personally seen it before. I think it's awesome. It's starting a, a kind of a, well, I, I started doing it right. I know the knife nuts. There, there are plenty of audio podcasts that have uh, EDC content, mm -hmm. but there was no one doing video really. So exactly. I started doing it and then the knife junkie did it. And then, oh, it's like my phone is reminding me like colorful filth podcast. <laughs> so <I don't> forget. <laughs> um, and then like a bunch of people are doing it now. And I think that it's just going to create this network where if I'm doing a project or my buddy is doing a project with a podcast, we can just go on each other's to promote just like what the comedians are doing. They've done it correctly. Like Joe, I want to be the EDC Joe Rogan, bro. Like that is what I want. Like, yeah. The roster for the next like six weeks is like, I, I did the knife people at first at Slicey Dicey and Nick Shabazz. And then, then I have you this week. I have um, uh, the Smiling Ninja next week for American Ninja Warrior, who happens to be my oldest brother, actually. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's on, awesome. he, dude, he competed like he's been on two seasons of the show already. That's um, killer. Yeah. And then the week after that, I have uh, this girl that does like booty and like, like knife picks it's like a whole lane Interesting. like starting only fans <laughs> and then the week after that i have like it's just a whole crazy thing and i'm starting to be able to talk to just a bunch of different people not just knife people anymore you know what i mean so yeah, which is great expanding your horizons a little bit you know yeah it's, it's a pretty like it's an awesome community but i feel like it's also kind of like a small community so it's cool that you're branching out a little bit as well yeah i'm, I'm kind of trying to show you know uh EDC creators are like, yo, you can show other shit if you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love playing video games. I love anime. I love movies. And I've always kind of been this, like, nerdy Asian guy from New York City who, like, loves, like, knives and everyday carry stuff. Like, it, it you don't really see that, like, on, yeah. in the community, man. You just don't. For sure. I, You know, I actually had a question about that. So I'm, oh. like, super close to, you know, I'm right in Connecticut. And I've, yep. I'm in New York City at least a few times a year. And yeah. I remember the last time I went, like pre-COVID and everything, their their knife laws are like 
or at least were really strict, right? Wasn't it like tough to like carry something like with a visible pocket clip or, or yes. something like that? The best advice I always give this advice when people ask me, because they'll comment on a video or something or an Instagram picture, right? And I'm just like, look, don't be crazy. Don't fight people. Carry in your pocket and use your knife in places where in places you trust and people trust you. Like, for example, like when I'm on the train, I don't show anything. I don't have it oh, yeah. on my clip. It's in the pocket. When I get to my shop and around that uh, that area in Brooklyn, I just have it clipped, you know, because in that area, like for some reason, like cops don't really bother you that much there. But on the train, though, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get tackled. They're like, oh, he has a green card. Get him. You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> it's like crazy on the train. Like if you like um, try to, you know, do fair evasion, try to hop over the train and they actually get you like they will send 15 cops to take you down for not paying 275. That's not That's a insane. joke. Yeah, that it's never insane. happened to me because I always pay it. And we have bag checks um, on the train. You know, I always say they're trying to make quota. It's always around the end of the month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. if you have it in your bag, you are fucked because they have a they're actually allowed to check your bag. They're not allowed to search your person. That's why I always carry huh. it in my pocket. Like, I don't even have like I don't even carry them. Um, like a Swiss army knife in my bag. I just keep everything in the leather pocket sheet, just keep it in the pocket. And then, you know, I just go to work like that. That's crazy. So like, what is the, just no knives period? Is that basically what the rule is there? It's like, you can carry a knife that's under four inches in blade length, but like mm-hmm. once an altercation happens and you use it for like self-defense, like it becomes, uh, it's a totally different <laughs> ball game. If, if, if you get searched for some reason, if they have like suspicion, and you're not doing anything wrong. You don't have drugs or anything like that or whatever. And they find the knife on you. And you, you could say like, and it's under four inches blade length. It's not an auto. You could be like, oh, I work in retail. I open boxes all the time. This is what I use in place of a box cutter. That's fine. You're not, do- you're not doing anything dangerous. You know, once mm-hmm. it becomes like a weapon, like it, it's a whole other thing. Like I'd rather not even use it. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, For that's sure. what it is. I mean, I'm just cutting boxes anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, really right. what I do with it. You know what I mean? I flip the knife. I cut a box open from Jeff Bezos. That's really what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I'm same right? boat. Same boat. Yeah. So um, I, I know that you do like a lot of graphics design work, right? For sure. How did yep. you get into that? And how long have you been doing it? So uh, artwork, I mean, artwork has always been something I've been into, like since I was young. Um, I started taking it a little bit more seriously. Pretty much when I made this Instagram, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to get good at digital art. And uh Pretty much every day I was working on stuff. And uh, before I kind of fell into the like knife and EDC community, I was actually and still am doing a bunch of work in the pro scooter community. So like, you know, like the ah. Razor scooters and stuff yeah, that yeah. people, you know, kids used to ride around. There's a whole industry there, too, mm-hmm. uh, with like professional riders, you know, crazy setups doing like double backflips and all these crazy tricks. Yeah. And uh, so I did a lot of work for them uh, in terms of like deck graphics and stuff and, and uh, you know, like social posts and just just kind of did a lot of work for a lot of the people who are, you know, known in that industry. And um, then I just kind of suddenly became interested in knives. And uh, yeah, that just kind of became my main focus after that. Is, is the uh, is art like your main gig? So it was for a little bit. I'm actually uh, where I work. I'm like in my office right now. Um, yeah, it looks dope. My, yeah, dude, it's so cool. Uh, <laughs> so I work at a marketing agency. And when I was yeah. first hired, uh, it actually was because of like, you know, my design portfolio. And I was a graphic designer for a year and a half. 
And, uh, you know, just maybe five or six months ago, I transitioned into doing like account management and stuff. But um, for a long time, it was like my freelance and my actual job. And now it's just kind of my side thing, which which I feel like I like more because it feels, you know, I'm not doing something for eight hours and then going home and working on it more. It's like my two jobs are kind of different now, I guess. Ah, okay. Yeah. Are so. you like full time uh, doing the marketing gig or? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And that's like a five days, nine to five type deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Here uh, we work two days a week in the office and the rest are remote. Um, so dope, dude. I want to nice. fucking do that, man. I'm six days a week at a CBD shop. And while, oh, cool. it's, while the stress is super low because my family owns it and I'm, I'm literally just watching videos and like watching movies and maybe making some TikToks or something in the shop. Like six days a week is a lot of fucking commitment, bro. It's a huge commitment. You know, when I get home, um, like my, my, my schedule is so packed. Like when I get home on Mondays, I'm doing a live show until maybe 1130. Right. Then I got to wake yeah. up at six. I got to cook food because I, I, I'm like I've become like the thing that I've always never wanted to become, which was like these these cliche like fitness people. <laughs> it's like all i do is like look at jack dudes and imagine me being more jacked and i work out every morning bro like i lift weights every morning um my girl gave me a routine she's a personal trainer and she's like nice. studying to be a surgical technician she also she also works at the other uh location we have two locations for my cbd shop but anyway uh, like so as soon as i wake up i wake up at like 6 a.m 6 30 a.m I fucking cook food, right? And try to like wake up because I got to bring my meals so I don't eat like fucking Domino's or something. <laughs> yeah. And yep. then I work out. And then if I have time, maybe I'll shoot a video or like take some pictures for Instagram. And then I go to work. And then I go to work until like 7.30 or 8. And then I get home around the time now that we're doing this. And yeah, every night is like that. So on Tuesday night, I usually record a podcast with a guest. Wednesday night is a free night, so I catch up on backlog, like answering comments, things like that. Thursday night, I will stream on Twitch. Friday night, I will stream on Twitch. Saturday is kind of another free night where I could stream on Twitch or do a guest spot on someone else's podcast. And that's like my week. Sunday is the only day that I have off, and I give that all to the wife. That's that's what yeah. I do. So Dude, it's no. crazy. I feel that, man, honestly, because like that's that's pretty much kind of where I'm at. I mean, like, so I work, you know, the, the five days a week, but, you know, pretty much every day after work, I'm going home and working on my freelance projects, whether it be, mm -hmm. you know, knife related or, or, you know, just the other like graphic design sort of things that I'm into. Um, then usually all day Saturday, it's the same thing. Uh, and it, my girlfriend's working seven days a week right now because she oh, about a year ago uh, uh, started doing like a tattoo shop apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. so she's, mm -hmm. she's a tattoo artist now. Um, but she's also still working at like a, a bar bartending um, yeah. the weekend. So she's bartending good that. money, bro. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. She, she likes it. Um, she's definitely trying to, to skirt over to just doing the tattooing, but mm -hmm. she'll get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool yeah, yeah. It's a good side gig. I dated a girl for like over four and a half years. This was my first long relationship when I was like 19 and she was a bartender already then she was like 18 years old it's it was like a chinese like gangster bar and shit so they just <laughs> it's a little bit sketchy but dude some nights she'd be bringing in like 1300 cash i'm like what the fuck yeah when she's I'm not 19, making that <laughs> when you're 19 you're like what 
And, you know, we basically lived off that for like a long time. You know what I'm saying? So you could yeah, definitely man. make that if, if you get a busy night, like a sports night or something like that. You know, people uh, want to get drunk more and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's it's crazy. It's, the creator life, bro. The creator life, man. It's that's, oh, that's sure. one of the things I want to do with this podcast is to be able to talk to other creative individuals like yourself. I'm a fan of your work. I heard of you. Man, I want to say I heard Thank of you, you from like the Knife Nuts podcast, maybe, or Nick. Really? Like, yeah. Like, so I, I, I am in. I am fortunate enough, and I have to whisper this. Okay, I'm fortunate <laughs> enough to be in a group chat with like what I like to call the Knife YouTube elites. Okay, like Nick Shabazz, Slicey awesome. Dicey, Metal Complex, Knife Nuts, Eugene Kwan, like basically every big knife YouTube reviewer guy is like in there and we're like talking shit all day i don't know why they invited me bro i have no idea dude you're but, killing it man i, but I know I exactly heard of why they invited you me. from that and then i think you liked one of my picks and i was like oh this is that guy and i clicked i think they were talking about like you did stuff for aishan before i think that's what it was yeah yeah how did that come about so you did a collab with uh, elijah aishan like they did some design work yeah so what did i do i've actually done a couple of things for him i know i i designed a like table like a booth cloth yeah. thing for him recently mm -hmm. i don't know if, if that's made yet um and i just did some like random work for him i did like a variation of his logo um i he's just one of those people that like i you know from an artistic perspective i feel like his designs are just so amazing and like Love out it. there and, and, and so different all the time so i think i just hit him up some point i was like dude your your knives are fucking awesome man like because i i don't know how you like think of these things these shapes <laughs> and like these organic yeah. lines yeah um and yeah i just you know i, I did a couple things for him uh he's a really great guy really nice guy he's also super in the metal which i'm into so mm -hmm. we actually want to try to like maybe make a song at some point because i as you know music now, too. we'll get to that i do music yes mm -hmm. um and and play guitar and everything so yeah uh that that would make sense i, I definitely did a couple things for him yeah that's that's the thing and then i started looking through all, all your stuff and i was like fuck i need to like save money to use this guy because like my logo right now i don't know i don't know can you see it it's like the background of the thing like do you yeah, dude, your logo is so, honestly so awesome. that is made by do you know backpack b no no oh i don't actually God. okay i love showing this guy to people and you're gonna be like this guy is the craziest like knife reviewer like i've ever seen <laughs> like in terms of like editing and like creative chops and things like that i'll actually show you the the craziest one which was like about an uh about elijah isham's uh knife with brs i always show this one. Oh, i have one of those the, the actually Eon, right yeah quick shout okay. out to brs you're gonna I totally fuck that knife up dude <laughs> I all right. So what happened? I don't know, what happened so I don't know if it was Loctite or something. I'm assuming it was Loctite on the pivot because mm -hmm. it's integral. I was just trying to take it apart because I wanted to clean it. I had it. Uh, also, that I won that knife from the Nick Shabazz charitable giveaway. Oh, nice! <laughs> so um, I was just trying to disassemble it, and you know, I slipped, totally fucked it up, put a huge gash just on the side oh. of it with 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 my driver, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" And and you know. It was pretty much pristine besides that. It's kind of one that I just like keep in the box I have here. Mm -hmm. So um, I hit them up and I was like, dude, could I just like pay you guys to like reblast this or whatever? And uh, they were so cool about it. They just had me send it out. Mm -hmm. uh, totally redid it for me like free. Awesome. 
and uh yeah they're sending it back now so just, I love this, guys. i've had ed on here before one of the, I was the watching ceo of, of brs such a cool dude man and it's like he there brs is one of the few companies brs and like every other umbrella company they've had that like kind of believes in what i'm doing because they're like you are doing some counterculture like knife shit you know what i mean like no one is like you and even though it's like hurting me sometimes algorithm wise like i'm just putting out whatever i want it's like oh this is what i did last night with my girl um we went you know we went to the city and here's a vlog of it you know what i mean like it, it doesn't make sense like in the yeah. uh, in the algorithm so it doesn't get suggested that much but yeah they believed in me man they send me stuff all the time you know they gave me coupon codes to you know give to my audience and stuff and and he did the show and he's like such a cool dude uh, I, I definitely like those guys, BRS. Yeah, dude. I like those guys a lot. He was hey, let me show you this you. really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, what is going on right now? Let me um, take this because I do have a, I have a segment here for you, but I will put it up again once I show you this. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Nick Shabazz one, but we do Sharp or Dull, which is a segment here. I did and see a verse is, And I have it kind of catered to you, my friend. All right, cool. so let's do awesome. this. Um, so this is Backpack B's channel right here. Okay, let's see. Yeah, this is... Um... So he didn't get paid to do this, by the way. Just like wait Let's a look bit. at this knife right here. Synergy of form and function. The Eon is a titanium integral flipper made with top of the line materials. It has stellar fit and finish out of the box. And it was designed by one of the most exciting designers working today. Let's break it down. If you're not familiar with BRS, otherwise known as Blade Runner Systems, they are a company wow. for themselves by bringing some of the most Bro. popular balance. Holy shit, dude. This is my boy. He's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah, he's ridiculous, Thanks dude. to their quality, balance, and high level of performance. As of late, BRS has made major moves in the folding <laughs> knife space. With their evolved <laughs> no, just wait when he gets to the Aishan part. <laughs> in my opinion, the Eon is one of the standout designs in the evolved... <laughs> And there's an just, obvious just reason for that. It gets that crazier. Is that this knife was designed by a prolific knife designer that has designed an amazing oh body God. of work over the past couple of years. Dude, this is insane. I and he does all the editing. Most, yes. All so let me explain a little bit about who he is. He is a oh my God. He's an Emmy Award winning graphics design specialist <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happens to be like a super humble, like very like not. He doesn't have like an overtly like outward personality. I've had him on the pod two times um, and he just loves knives, but he happens to have that talent, which is like no one. I mean, dude, he's won like bad Emmys because he's on insane. like, um, I don't know, like ESPN, like sports shows where they do the graphics like that. And they'll be like talking about like, you know, fucking Derek Jeter. I don't know. I don't watch baseball, yeah, yeah. but he's gotten awards for motion graphics and it's insane that he just makes these knife videos um, and, and, you know, he doesn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of subs or anything. So I try to like promote it as much as I can, but yeah, I, I actually hit a uh, tag BRS. This is how I got involved with BRS. I tagged BRS. You should give this guy work. 
And then they were like, who is he? Oh, my God. And then we ended up talking, too. And and they they sent, you know, work for him. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's so crazy. cool. Yeah. And, and it, I don't know why I got to this. Why did I want to show you Backpack B again? My ADHD is like, just went... Whoosh. Design connection, maybe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I was talking about how I want to talk to a lot of creative people, and uh, oh yeah, the the logo. So the logo, yeah. right? I was like, bro, um, you're like the best person I think to be able to do this for me. Like, I will pay to get it done. And then he's like, he's like, you know what, bro? Like, I used to do a lot of freelance work, and I would take money from my friends and do this. But you know what? Like, I don't want to do that anymore. I was like. And I was kind of sad. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go on Fiverr and like find some stranger. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to just make it for you. And he went like above and beyond. He made me my intro to my channel, like the video where like, wow. it's like a New York City skyline and the logo comes out and the neon is like flaring up. He gave me the sounds. He was like, I'm not going to edit the video for you, but here is the actual video and you could just edit the sounds in yourself. And then the logo. So what I wanted to do with you when I saw your work, I was like, Dude, I gotta make merch with this guy. Get him to like kind of do his own style on my logo. Slap that on a T, you know, fucking sell it. And we're still gonna do that, sure. bro. We're still Absolutely. gonna do that. Yeah, I'm. Dude, you know what's crazy? I'm still waiting for the fucking tax money. <laughs> <laughs> really? The IRS owes me like thirty three hundred dollars. Like I'm not even Damn. kidding. I know people that haven't gotten yet, gotten yet either. So, you know. But yeah, that that's where what I wanted to. I wanted to show you Backpack B, but let's talk about your music a little bit. Like how yeah. long have you been, you know, a musician? So that is, goes way back further than my art, honestly. Um, <clears throat> my dad bought me my first like bass guitar cause he's also a bassist when I was four and he like started teaching me bass guitar then. Um, and from there I picked up uh, like piano and guitar and singing and other like miscellaneous instruments like mm -hmm. uh, mandolin and ukulele and stuff. Um, nice. but yeah, music has always been, yeah, so basically since I was four and, and since then, that's always been like my biggest sort of like my biggest passion, you know? Um, yeah, honestly, even more so than, than artwork, but it's very hard to make money with music. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, you know, with design and everything like that, it's, it's much easier to find like a job place, unless I wanted to be like a music teacher or something, which wasn't really my vision for, you know, mm -hmm. how I feel about music, but yeah, for pretty much my whole life I, I've been super into music. It's been like my main thing. Um, it's just not really a profitable endeavor. So I had to find kind of other ways to still be creative, but you know, make a living too. If I ever link up with Lil Nas X, I'll hit you up, dude. <laughs> Sounds great, dude. Did you see the drawing I did for him? Did, wait, what drawing? Oh my God. Where is, it? Go, is it? On it's, it's on my Instagram. Oh, it's on my Instagram. I, have a, I have my, I have an IG pulled up right now. So let me just. So I, I did. It was Lil Nas X. For Lil Nas X yeah, it wasn't like like he didn't like have uh, me do it, see. but I was just like Lil Nas, Lil Nasferatu. So I, I drew him as like Nasferatu holding his own head. It's somewhere on there. What? <laughs> All yeah, right. it's, it's ridiculous. You see this? Too. So you know we're high tech here on EDC. Have... <laughs> Dude, I love like what the fuck, bro? This is Northern so Night is right amazing. Here. Damn, dude. All I right, have it the... right. All right. Yeah, it shouldn't be too far down. Okay. So he's in some hot water right now, little Nas X, for the fucking blood in the sneakers. 
Oh yeah, didn't he get like sued by Nike or something? Yeah, I don't know if because I follow his TikTok. He's a very interesting follow on Twitter and TikTok, and um, he was like, "I might go to jail tomorrow, man." I'm like really scared. <laughs> so fun. oh, that's Elijah. The the green guy is Elijah. Oh shit, this guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's dope, dude. <laughs> that's um, that's amazing. You got four twenty. Feel, like feel like you're close. Uh, let's keep going. Resident you Evil got, stuff. You got like a Ram. Yeah, you got, like, so you got DT right here, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Juice oh, World. Oh, shit. All right. Um, I didn't realize it was this far down. I need to veto. Did you do it in stories, maybe, or oh, you did something? No, for I definitely PH3? posted three. Oh yeah, so so that um, Whoa. I actually did a collaboration that uh, with what? Teddy Fresh, you know, like you he was uh, fucking talking to royalty right here. <laughs> what, yeah. Why did you decide to do this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, you I people did a... don't know who H three H three is. Just just YouTube that, and you will see how massive this channel is. I actually watched their podcasts when they do interactions with comedians because uh com- com- comedy podcasts are what i consume the most you know what i mean and then i saw that like ah, i forgot who was on i think chris delia was on hvh3 and i listened to it i watched it and i was like yo uh you know uh gila and, and ethan they're kind of funny you know what i mean so yeah, i would just check it out whenever they interact with like some of my favorite comedians like, ah, i love it i love what they do i know teddy fresh is this big thing it kind of like became massive uh i like them a lot how'd you link up with them dude i oh i think you just passed the uh the little nas one too it was like right, right. down there but i yeah i straight up dude I, this was like yeah it's right there so <laughs> uh yeah little nas for all too um but <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> i uh i honestly dude i just hit up Ela when she had just mm-hmm. started um teddy fresh teddy fresh yeah pretty much and i was like you know, she saw some of the stuff that I've done as just basically fan art for H3. And, and uh, I was like, you know, total shot in the dark, but we should do something together. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> like, fuck, okay, awesome. God. So if you Google uh, Colorful Filth Teddy Fresh, you'll see there's like two listings at, at Zoomies. They don't sell it anymore because it was a couple of years ago, but you could actually see the two shirts that I did in collaboration with, uh, with Teddy Fresh. Dude, I am talking to royalty right here. Uh, what is it like? It was like a, uh, it's like a decapitated teddy bear head. One of them, and then the other one is like a. I see it, I see it already. Uh, yeah, one of them yeah, is yeah. a bandage teddy bear with a rainbow coming out. Yep, there's that one, and then there's oh, the shit. teddy bear head. Right. Let me fucking show <laughs> this right now, dude. Th- th- why did you do this? <laughs> like, why did you do this? Oh, bro, that's so <laughs> sick, dude. Teddy Fresh is massive. Yeah, like, dude. I know. I know. Night people are probably like, "What this Teddy Fresh young stuff?" Like, dude, this <laughs> is a massive fucking company. So massive that James Charles copied this fucking hoodie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and the, the people are probably like, "Who the fuck is James Charles?" And then you like the YouTube is <laughs> like, "Oh my yeah. god!" <laughs> I'm talking these these people are youtube royalty h3h3 is youtube royalty man what are they like 20 mil or something like they're pretty big they're they're killing million followers millions i'm talking like they have lawsuits with jake paul and shit like that's how big they are they're like homies with post malone (laughs) yeah it's crazy and uh i i I, i'm nervous now you know what i'm saying my heart is like (laughs) like this 
I'm like, what? How did I? Holy shit, dude! That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was that was so much fun. Yeah. How did? You, how about Little Nas X? How did that happen? So that that wasn't something that I like communicated with him about. That yeah. was just something I like did for fun. Okay. Um, I just had the the idea of like the wordplay, and I was like, all right, I gotta draw this. <laughs> that like makes sense too. That's amazing, man. Yeah. See, I mean, that's what I mean. It's like if I know this stuff is good, right? Like, I don't mind like 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 spilling cash into it. I, I get. I don't know if I get a bad rap, but I don't spend money on knives. I really don't. I I am fortunate enough that I am part of a, a massive pass around group where all the biggest knife companies work with us. Like, I think the only people we couldn't get is like Spyderco. We have Benchmade, We Knives, fucking uh, Urban EDC Supply. Like literally every big company is sending us shit just so that we could review it on YouTube. And I do everything through viewer donations, loaners, and stuff from that pass around. That's how I started my knife channel. But all the money that I make, whether it's from my job or from my Patreon, or fucking donations or whatever goes to like building the channel up to a higher standard. Like, look at this. Yeah. This set used to look way shittier. I got lights now. I got the audio equipment. I got the camera. It's like I am upgrading it to look more and more professional. So something like hiring an artist that I like to collaborate with on like a T-shirt or something like that. Like I would do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it elevates yeah. the the channel's uh status or whatever i know that's kind of weird but i mean you know it's true like everyone makes merch but it's like i got merch with colorful filth you know what i'm saying it's like, <laughs> different. It hit different, you know what i mean awesome we definitely got to do something we yeah we're gonna we're gonna trust me i have you in mind for when, when i do it like you're gonna be the guy um i'm gonna Hell do yeah, let's do some uh segments here since we chatted it up a little bit. So I've got a segment called Sharp or Dull, and I'm going to show you some items, and you are going to tell me whether they are sharp, that means it's good, or whether they are dull, meaning bad, of course. So this is, first of all, let's just ask this. Tactical pens or EDC pens, sharp or dull? So in general, um, I, I love like EDC pens. Mm -hmm. um i've i've done some work with uh machine era if you're familiar oh, with them yeah. very yeah, i love them i did very nice yeah so actually if you uh it's another thing to google at some point you don't have to do it now but mm -hmm. for when they released their fountain pen um it, i actually made like their commercial basically at least part of it i like drew something with the fountain pen they sent it over to me right. and if you like go to their kickstarter it's on there um mm -hmm. so i i love them um especially fountain pens i just bought actually the shown design um pocket six the brass faceted one i didn't bring it but it's beautiful um so i love pens that being said this the one hyper tactical thing <laughs> get a good dull huh <laughs> yeah not not totally my thing i like you know if i like i when i buy a pen i think one can i draw with it um you know machine era they let me put in these uh it fits these like weird sort of like fine liner inks. I forget what brand mm -hmm. it is right now, but those are great to draw with. And fountain pens are just inherently awesome to draw with because of like the flex nibs and the more pressure you put, the wider the line. Yeah. Um. So that's my first consideration. The second consideration is how ridiculous do I look pulling this out in the office? Like, <laughs> if I was meeting with like a client and I had to hand them this pen, I don't think I don't. You know. So it would this be like why does that? Actually, this is called the baculus. 
Uh, okay. I mean, so no, what, I, what I like to do is usually go to some of the popular knife companies and see what new shit they have that week sure. and show it to my guest. Sure. So I, I'm going dull on this one too. I'm not a big tactical knife guy. I do like Wii knives quite a bit. That's why I do have another, um, uh, item of theirs. So we're going dull on this one. This is the next guy right here. This is the new Justin Lundquist knife with Wii knives. It is called the Adalon CPM 20 CV. You got about 2.86 inch blade length. What is this like? I think you get it in G10 in my card, I'm assuming. Uh, it is a front yeah. clipper, liner lock. We going sharp or dull on this one? Is that the one that has the... Um, uh, man, I'm, I'm blanking on like what it's called, but like we're just one side sharpened. Oh, it... What do you mean? It's just one side sharpened. Like... So, like the bevel, instead of being a V, it's like it's like straight, oh. and then one. Side. Oh, you mean ground? like this part right here? I don't know, dude. Don't ask me about grinds. I don't fucking okay. Know. <laughs> uh, well, either way, it, it looks beautiful, and uh, honestly, we is one of the companies that I want to have more experience with, just as yeah. like a collector, because the only one I have from them right now is the banter. But um, you know, considering very the price simple point, utilitarian knife from Buddy Ben. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it, it's killer, and it's made yeah. really, really well. Um, detail, everything on it is, is beautiful. So, like, mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's sharp for me. You got a little bit of Loctite nice. on it, especially if you're flipping it a lot, but that's the yeah. only really thing that I have with it. Every, everything else, I, I like it for what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that, go, that is beautiful, though. I like that. I do like it, and I do like Justin Lundquist, so I'm also going sharp on this one. Awesome. That is the Wee Knife Adalon. Uh, let's go to the third guy here. Uh, this is the Benchmade Mini Adamus. I have handled one of these before, and I wanted to know if this is your style. This was a big hit for Benchmade when it came out. So I'm I'm a little bit in the middle on that one, honestly, because I've I've honestly thought about getting one because I feel like it's one of those knives that you could just beat the hell out of, and it's going to yeah. just take anything. Like, it looks super well-made. I love the coloring they did uh, yes. with the scales and the blade. I'm not I'm, – I'm more into, like, the sleeker sort of – like same things i guess same. um but that being said i mean I'll, I'll go with sharp i think that's pretty killer but for what i would use it for i think it's probably perfect so when i saw it like if i saw this picture and no one's um my homie uh blade brigade new york like sent me his to check out and i was like really surprised at how nicely the fit and finish was on this thing i've handled a bunch of bench maids this was like really, really nice. I think that is what sold me on it. Um, would I buy it? I'm not sure. But once I looked at it and like how well the finish was on it, I really liked it. It's definitely not my style. I'm more of a gentleman's folder kind of dude, but I'm going to go sharp on it. Yeah, dude, it looks killer. Yeah. Uh, have you ever taken apart an access lock? I have not. I've taken apart a Genzo before, but not a Benchmade. I'm like scared. I, I, I'm not a big maintenance guy. I'm like such a pussy when it comes to, you know, you get all these knife companies, send you stuff you don't sharpen. You know, I was like, look, I have a KME sharpener, but I'm not like, I don't have the patience. Maybe I don't have that artisanal like gene or something. It's like every time I'm sharpening it, it goes well, like the first two stones. And I'm going to get to like, you know, I'm finishing it towards the end. I like just want to rush it and I like fuck it up. And then the tip is all stub nose and all that. And that, that's yeah. how, I, you know? Yeah. So. No, I, I know what you mean. I have a KMA too. I, I love it, but I definitely, you know, 
more often than not, the, the, the edge is not perfect. Yeah, if you <laughs> try to not it. use it too, because you don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like so pretty, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's all shiny. But yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. But I also have not taken apart an access lock. That's the one oh, thing I'm terrified bro. to mess with. <laughs> I don't want to break those springs, man. Word. All right, so we're going to go sharp on the mini Adamus. We're going to go to the next guy right here. So this is not necessarily a knock on this particular knife, which is a knife. It says it's designed by Murray Carter. I don't know who that is. It's in CTS BD1N steel with black G10 scales. This is really, there has been kind of like this epidemic of knife companies making chef's knives. And uh, I want to know what your take is on that. Do you, do you own currently like any chef's knives that are specialized? So I own a very, very nice chef knife um, that I got in exchange for some work I did for Small Plate Chef. Uh, nice. I, it's the one knife I didn't bring. And mm -hmm. I'm not even much of a cook, so I kind of just yeah. display it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, that's all handmade custom and everything. Yeah. Um, but I have been kind of catching on this trend as well. I, I keep getting ads on Instagram for like Benchmades now. Yeah. Kitchen cutlery and everything. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Honestly, I think it makes sense for them as far as like expanding their market. Like it's definitely a more, uh, I, think I guess it's profitable, bro, to be honest. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And it's like very probably easier to market maybe just because it's like more socially acceptable to buy a knife for cooking than it is to mm. just like have a four inch blade in your pocket. And so, all boys like us are probably going to be like, yeah, we got to get the new Benchmade Chef. Or, yeah. I got one from uh, this. I think this is uh, one of Best Tech's like, sister companies, maybe. It's called Zinn. And uh, oh, yeah. I want to talk about them because <laughs> I promised them a cooking video and I haven't done it yet. So <laughs> them out here. I am going to make make one, though. I was waiting, actually, for the table. This one I'm using today It just came in today, this table. So this is the first podcast I've done with the new thing where I can have my drink here. I can have my mouse. I can have the gear before the table is like this big. So I'm yep. planning to like use this um, so I can like have 360 view of like me cutting stuff. Maybe I'll have my girl do it. You know what I mean? Because rather yeah. than doing it on your kitchen counter, which is limited to like one side, I can go all around and get a bunch of different kind of shots, which I think will be cooler. Totally. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna are we gonna go sharp on chefs knives being Great. made by folding knife companies. All right. Cool. We'll do that. Oh, sharp. sharp. Yeah. We'll go sharp. Cool. 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 All right. So this is I don't know if you've ever handled this company before. So this is kind of I like haven't. they usually do budget stuff, but I how I feel about QSP is like they're really going for it, but it's like I don't usually like their shit, and I just want to know what <laughs> it is on the locust because they are a kind of like a big player now they're kind of i want to say they're a little bit like below like best tech and uh and we but they they they've done stuff before like they produced prototypes and things for some of these bigger companies before and now okay. they're kind of like doing this uh i'm going dull on this i'm just saying that right now. <laughs> so I, uh, my knowledge of QSP is very limited. I know that a lot of people say, I think, is it the penguin? The penguin or, is very, very nice. People it. like that knife a lot. Um, Under 30 it's, bucks. It's a very, very good knife. Yeah. Yeah. I've never handled one, but I've heard they're, they're very good for the price. Um, these kind of remind me of where best deck was maybe a couple years ago. Maybe it was more than that. Like I remember seeing Good the best deck hornet. Um, yeah. You that one super oh, weird looking knife. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But it it almost feels like if this is where they're at now, maybe they'll they'll be where Best Tech is in like two years, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of killer now. Yeah, dude. And I remember they were kind of like that same sort of. It was like, oh, Best Tech's kind of like the almost as good Kaiser. Um, mm-hmm. And then they kind of you know prove themselves a little bit. I know A Purvis uses them for some of some of his yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I actually have one right here. Uh, when you got, which one is that? Oh, uh, what is the name of it? I can't remember what the name of it oh, is. Oh, that's, but... uh, that's the A Purvis one. Yeah. I, I don't, ha- I've never yeah. tried that one. I've never, it's I actually have never handled any A Purvis stuff before. Oh, no. It's, I, did I? No, I didn't. I didn't. So I have his, this is the, oh my God, I can't remember. Can't remember the name of it, but I have another one from him too. People um, in the comments are going to be like, you fucking. Fucks. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's so hard to okay. So I have this one too. This one I know. This is the Zerks too. This is a uh, an integral that he made. Actually, I did his new maker's mark. You can barely see it, but I I designed his new that little AP logo for him. So nice, that's bro. Now, which is kind of sick. Um, but I believe these are both best tech, and they're killer now, dude. Like I, yeah. I they were like I said, same sort of situation where they were um initially people were kind of like, eh, but now they're good. I feel like they'll be in the same boat. That being said. I'm I'm in the middle on those ones. I think that the blade shape's kind of cool. The handle kind of looks like a like a deformed leak a little G10, bit on like a little G10 and maybe they're gonna. I I don't. I I think that I don't like the the polished blade with the black on top. I don't like that. It just makes it feel cheap to me. I'm gonna go dull on this, but QSP as a whole, I think I go sharp. Yeah, they're. Yeah. It sounds like they're killing it, which is really cool. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with kind of a curveball on this one. And right. I'm going to be talking about a person as well as a topic. Okay. okay. So this is Pete's Pirate Life. You know, Peter McKinnon. Yep. I'm sure you yep. know who he is. World you got to get him on the show. <laughs> he was just on uh, Lou Later, which is like Unbox Therapy's podcast. And I was like, I'd love to fucking have this guy on my show. So, so cool. not necessarily knocking Pete's Pirate Life because I do love that page. I love it. Very cool page. Uh, Peter McKinnon says that, like, this is actually who I am. Like, this page, the Peter McKinnon page is a little bit more about my work, but this is the kind of stuff that I like. My question to you is, sharp or dull, all the, like, moody, very saturated, dark uh, Instagram knife pages that this page has birthed? Because there are a lot of people trying to copy the style now in the EDC community, like a lot, bro. Even me. Dude, dude, I was just going to say, even me too. Like if you go to my page, they're not all like like my photography page. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not all like that, but I definitely have more than a few that are that sort of like vintage filter Mm -hmm. thing. Um, You know, I'm going to go with – I'm gonna go with sharp. Maybe I'm biased yeah. because I'm, I'm I'm victim of doing some of it myself. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's really cool. You know, photography. You definitely see trends. Th- this almost reminds me of the kind of stuff that you would see back in the day, like like Tumblr photos. I guess yeah. if you heard that, maybe you'd be super offended. But it's like that sort of like uh, dude. Tumblr you know, was hot at one point. Tumblr yeah. was dope, dude. And Tumblr like hot, really sort bro. of was a very artistic platform dude um, lots of like desaturated tumblr porn bro the goat <laughs> <laughs> and then they banned everything i know that they banned everything so you're going sharp on the pages or uh how many pages or photographers this has influenced because it certainly has man it's like i bought a canon because peter i was like yeah. i'm gonna carry a heavy canon like peter mckinnon you know what i mean yeah i'm not yeah, going that- <laughs> 
See, and, and that's that's what I think is cool about it is like, you know, obviously, like there, there's always people who emulate styles and everything, especially if it's something that's popular. And and honestly, it, it is very aesthetically pleasing. I, I feel like yeah, just the way it looks in general kind of fits with the subject matter. Like it's this sort of gritty, grungy, like everything reminds you, of, like it was just taken in like a farm or something, you know, mm-hmm. some guy with a knife and a lighter. Um, but no, I, I think it's cool. And I think it's really cool too, because it gets some people into, um, not only photography, um, but also kind of you like, see, the, right? It, yeah, exactly. You know, like he's got his 300,000 followers, mm-hmm. um, because he takes really incredible photos and, you know, he's a great personality. So, um, you know, if it's inspiring people and it's just spreading sort of like the, the love and, and affection for this community, I, I, I think it's great. Yeah. I'm going to go sharp on it too, man. Um, and you know, I he has 300k followers here, but like, I mean, his YouTube is like oh, million. Yeah. His real Crazy. Peter McKinnon page is like so lit. Uh, every every now and then, when I need kind of like a boost of creativity to like show me what I could like do, I'll I'll watch one of his videos and I'll, and it's just like a regular vlog of him like just in his house and shit. I'm like, okay, I could do stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's awesome. He's, he's a great personality. Great personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a bit of a curveball in the versus segment here, and I think you know these two pages. Um, so usually I do a versus of like a knife versus another knife, but tonight we're gonna go into to, into the creative zone, and we're gonna do two different styles of photography, EDC photography. I love both of these guys. We're gonna go Kombu versus Raven the Pirate. Okay. Yeah, who are you gonna? Okay. If you had to pick which one, you know both of these pages. Very familiar with with Raven the Pirates photos. I don't know that I'm actually super familiar with. All right, um, so I'm gonna show you. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to check some out. Yeah, I'm gonna show you both of them. So that is the verses, but I am gonna show you. Uh, so we'll do combo first because you don't know that one. He's actually a knife designer, and he's gotten a lot of knives made by Best Tech actually, and he his cool. style is mostly like. I want to say like very, um, it's like, I don't know how to explain this because I'm not a photographer, but it's like, um, there's a lot more saturation and editing from the way it looks to me. Uh, he's certainly brilliant though. Um, so this is the kind of stuff that he does. That one with the hand is killer. Dude, he is real. And th- this guy is also a knife designer. Yeah. Like these are his knives right here, bro. <laughs> like that's such a flex. Yeah, these are his pictures. His editing, it's definitely a little bit more towards the side of fantasy almost, but he also designed these knives. So it's like, and he took these pictures and edited these pictures. So it's like, fuck, dude. So this is his work. I'm just going to show it to you a little bit and then we'll look at Ravens right after. I got to try this one out. Fucking brilliant. Um, Is that also Best Act? Yeah, he does a lot of best tech stuff. I got to try this one too. Also pretty cool. Um, I have not tried one. Look at this frying pan one. He's cooking up knives. Uh, <laughs> it's like stuff. That's cool, man. He got, he has one of the ones, what's that? Oh, one of the ones he did reminds me a lot of the uh, the busker, the Olamic busker. I think it was one of the ones towards the top. Uh, which but one? It's like is very it? reminiscent on like it. this. Uh, no, he he has knives yeah. that are not his. Some of them are something else. So it could one of the be, it was uh, uh, it had like red carbon fiber. Red carbon fiber. Let's go up a little bit, dude. I love Streamyard. We can just look at shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, like this one might be that one. Let's yeah, this is. This might, honestly, you know, I think I think it's just the oval. Best <laughs> that's the only no thing. guard. That's, that might be the only thing that's reminding me of it is the oval. So never mind, I'm yeah. shot. But that's a killer <laughs> design. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, certainly has a lot of creativity and definitely a cool, uh, uh, also a cool um, page. So we're going to go to Raven the Pirate here. And uh, the I got wind of this guy because of Peter McKinnon, actually. He shot in a map. Really? That's killer. Just really good flat lays and just very creative, like, shots, dude. That's, I mean, yeah, fuck, bro. Like, this is just so killer, man. Damn. Yeah, this is so good. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish I could take pictures like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, these are phenomenal. I just don't have that, or I haven't practiced that muscle enough yet. You know what I mean? I don't have a lot of access to natural light here in the Bronx. We don't get light in the Bronx, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, it's very difficult. I don't have any light in this studio room that we have. I use everything as artificial. Um, I don't really edit my pictures that much. I kind of just, this is my style of editing a picture. I will watch YouTube channels that like give you the settings and I fucking like follow it save the settings to Lightroom, and then I just use whichever filter works with the shot. Looks the best. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and I adjust I, the sliders I, a little bit, and that's what I do. Same. I mean, I, I go pretty hard in, like, Photoshop, but Lightroom, mm -hmm. presets all the way, dude. It's yeah. just easier. It's just, it just saves me so much time. It's like, dude, but, these are so good, man. Yeah. It, it's, you have to choose. You have to choose, uh, bro. Combo. I think, you know what? I, you, before we did this, I think I was leaning towards Kombu, but I think I'm going to go Raven the Pirate on this one. I, you know, I think strictly in terms of like photo composition, uh, I, I think I agree with you. Mm. Um, so, I, so I think that I'll, I'll give the edge to him. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the other guy is designing <laughs> the knives and mm -hmm. then taking the, you know, that's like, I don't know. That, that's crazy. That's, that's really, crazy. really cool. Yeah. And, and his photos are incredible as well so mm -hmm. but yeah the, these are you're going raven i'll go raven i think i'm gonna I'm go going raven, raven bro. i have to i have to man it, it's just it changed my mind looking at his page i haven't looked at it in a while but i was trying to come up with a good versus for you and i was like let's do a photography one this was a good and, one uh, wait is this him he an asian dude i didn't know that yo <laughs> i didn't either not know that bro this could be my cousin right here i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for the versus segment. Thank you for playing, bro. Um, yeah, so dude. I do have, uh, I don't know if you watch the Nick Shabazz podcast, but in order for my audience to get to know you a little better, we're going to play a game called Are You Garbage? Have you heard okay. of this game? I remember you played it. I don't remember the rules, though. Okay. So the rules are the goal of this game is to not be a complete piece of trash. <laughs> Uh, so shuffle the cards. Each player takes a turn pulling a card. All players must answer the question. So the the point of this game is not to like poke fun. It's definitely to poke fun, but it's mainly to get to know how the person grew up and uh, to kind of like take a trip down memory lane with the guest. And and it is a podcast by Kevin James Ryan and H Foley. They do this much better than me. They actually like <laughs> shared my video when I unboxed these cards. And they they did awesome, a whole dude. they did a whole funny bit, bro, where they were like, "Don't mess this, don't mess with this guy," because I I I used a a hinderer to like unpack it. Oh. Like, don't mess with this guy in a Wawa parking lot, like <laughs> being mad funny. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll play this a little bit, and uh, people awesome. really like that. Okay, so let's do this. I'm gonna do a little cut here. 
any of your homes ever have green carpeting? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no before, green carpeting. Before we go on further, do you think you are garbage? In the middle. Yeah, probably in the middle. <laughs> did, when you, uh, growing up, did you guys have a lot of cash? Were you like middle class? Were you like lower income? Were you um, rich? Like, what was it? Yeah, no, just, just, yeah, I guess average, like middle class, you know, yeah. definitely. What middle or, are we talking though? Are we talking middle, like low or like middle, like you take pretty big vacations with your family? Like, what are we yeah, talking? Yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't vacation much. Um, we would go up to like mass maybe once yeah. a year and like spend a couple of days at like a family friend's house. Mm -hmm. Um, we weren't, we definitely weren't like extravagant. Um, yeah. you know, we were, we were fine. You know, Christmas yeah. was like, you get the one big gift kind of thing. And, um, yeah, just. Okay, middle, so, so that's cool, dude. I've had people of all shapes and sizes here. Uh, one of the classiest people I met was like, you know, uh, Carlos EDC was like, Yeah, my dad used to like counterfeit shit and all that. And like, his <laughs> classy score was one of the highest I've ever had, just complete class all around. Slicey Dicey, on the other hand, complete trash. And then all of a sudden became classy because he was, he was like, yeah, my dad would take us all on the plane and we would go to this one like runway, which had a McDonald's there. And we would basically spend like a hundred dollars just to get burgers at McDonald's. And I was like, that is the fucking most privileged thing I've ever heard, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> plane to McDonald's. <laughs> like, what the hell? All right. So we're going to do this yeah, now. Um have you ever eaten squeeze cheese? Oh, I love, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Trash. Here I love go. it. Dude. Oh my Raccoon god. Raccoon is coming out of the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, dude. I and, love and squeeze cheese too, man. It's so good, and like one of my favorite things. I, I guess it's not technically squeeze cheese, but like it tastes yeah. like it's me. But you remember those crackers that mm -hmm. come with like the little, the little cheese on the side and like. Lunchables. That little rectangular, that red thing. Lunchables, bro. Fire, dude. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little stick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, the have you ever taken squeezed cheese, though, and, like, poured it directly in your mouth? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I did it, like, yesterday. <laughs> you, you don't you don't own squeezed cheese and not do that at least once. <laughs> All right. We got a point of the trash pile. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Have you ever skied in jeans? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I've never skied either. So you could probably still put that on the trash pile. <laughs> I've never skied before either. The only thing I've done uh, in jeans uh, was like, I would like play in the snow when I was a kid, like when they had oh, the big yeah, in New York and jeans and I would be like making snow angels in Brooklyn and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah, like robbing a car right next to me. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll do this. Uh, have you ever traveled across state lines to buy fireworks? I haven't personally, but I have been to many parties where people have. So maybe that's a middle ground. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you didn't do it personally. I didn't do it myself. Okay, yeah. That seems really crazy, but I know people that have done that for yeah. sure. I, yeah, I, in Connecticut, I know a lot of people do that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever owned a Snuggie? No, but I I did have like, want a Walmart. <laughs> I no, there was like a Walmart knockoff version. I don't remember what it was, and I definitely yeah. had one of those. So that's even worse, I guess. I couldn't even get the name brand, you know. <laughs> like the Walmart version, it was like keep warm in the winter. Connecticut gets pretty cold, right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like East definitely. Coast dinner, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, generic Snuggie. That's that should be two Great points. Great value, dude. Yeah, that's that's two in the trash pile. Does your family order Omaha steaks? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like ever? I used to be. Uh, no, but I used to be. Um, I used to be like a personal care assistant, like at home help for people before yeah, I was yeah. doing the job that I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, very common trend among the people I took care of was to order from Omaha Steaks for whatever reason. So. Oh my <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> That's mad funny. Oh, shit. All right. Um, this, is a, this is a good question, especially for uh, people um, like in the Philippines, uh, because for me, this is a yes. Do you have any aunts or uncles where you don't use their first name? Example, Aunt Tuddy. Like, you know, no. your uncle's name will be Roy, but you call him like fucking, you know, like <laughs> Uncle Wrench or some shit. Like, like <laughs> funny ass name. No, yeah, like I my don't. dad's name, his nickname was Boy, right? So everyone would call him Tito Boy in, you know, the Philippines. That was like a normal thing. You know, that's not his real name. So I'm garbage. <laughs> I mean, my, my grandma has a, fa- a fake name that people call her, if that counts. Not not her uncle, but people call yeah. her Cookie. So that's maybe trash. that counts. <laughs> All right, that's trash. Cookie. What was her real name? Uh, D. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather call her Cookie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This game is fantastic. <laughs> Have you ever been to a timeshare sales pitch? No, 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 I have not. Bro. I've definitely done that because my mom is part of a timeshare. She's part of like the Wyndham Resorts. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, I can go to any Wyndham hotel in the country or in the world, and like I don't have to pay because my mom pays a premium every year. But what they do is when you stay at these hotels, and they're like nice, bro. You know, when I go to Vegas. My hotel room will be like a two room. I'll have my own kitchen. I could like cook and stuff. And then, and then, you know, so I don't have to be spending all this money in Vegas, but then like, they'll call you like at like 6am. Like, Hey, do you want to attend a meeting and you get free breakfast? And I'm like, because they're trying to upsell you to the next membership, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, dude, I took ecstasy last night. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, Like, what the hell? All right. (laughs) Have you had Mountain Dew in the last 365 days? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I have not had. I. You know what? I do love me a good Dew, but I. I. I I don't think I've had a Mountain Dew in like five years. I've. It's like. I mean, if the energy drink thing they make counts, I'll (laughs) grab one of those sometimes. That's probably worse. That's double trash. Dude, I'm just building this double trash pile so high right now. Middle class trash. That's like the name of this episode. (laughs) All right. Have you ever taken furniture from the trash? No. No. I've done that so many times. (laughs) The table is for the trash, doesn't you? <laughs> oh my god. Right. Okay, let's get to the next one here. Okay, so this is a, a kind of a tricky question and kind of disgusting. Have you ever had a padded toilet seat? No, no, those freak me the fuck out, dude. Like if I'm at somebody's you house like at a family, at your family house, like we've had it before, dude. 
No. Nasty. Can't do it. Can't do it. Like, if I'm at somebody's house and they have that, like, I can't shit. I, I, I can't do it. Are you able to <laughs> shit, like, anywhere? Because I know some people, they can, they can only shit at home. And I'm like, you're crazy, bro. You're getting colon cancer, man. Dude, no, I got to shit. If I got to yeah. shit, I got to shit. Yeah. Honestly, even if they have the, the nasty toilet seat, if yeah. it's, like, that bad. You got to go. Gotta, What's gotta, the gotta worst it, you know? place you've ever taken a shit? So... Okay, so this probably is more like a type of place. <laughs> okay. But, you know, being a metal fan, obviously, yeah. you know, metal bands aren't festival. playing at huge venues. Mm -hmm. Not even festival, bro, but some, yeah. there's like places near me. So there's this place called the Webster Underground, and it's mm -hmm. just like this compact, tiny fucking, like, you can't even hear the music. The, the walls yeah. are so close together. It's just <laughs> reverberating sound. Mm -hmm. But, um, disgusting like it's the yeah. most disgusting place i've ever seen in my entire life and there's a all these tiny little me metal venues usually have probably the, the worst like you know inch of piss on the bathroom oh, floor shit. kind of thing <laughs> yeah it's kind of gross the worst for me is so you know i used to dj i was a dj for 10 years you know i spun at electric daisy carnival all these big festivals and i've gone to That's these big festivals dude i've you know because when you go to a music festival you're using a porta potty Mm -hmm. and, and there's a million Ele people there electric daisy carnival in vegas i think had like 150,000 people in it before so <laughs> yeah. a porta potty that's probably been used by like hundreds of people and the gross you know i have seen some things man i have literally i can imagine i've literally heard people fucking in porta johns bro and oh, i'm just dude, like horrible that's Z horrible Z I I took <laughs> my girl to you know you know EDC like one time because I said look it's just an experience you need to have when it's like sixty thousand people like all listening to this one song and every you know it's like a it's a feeling that I think is a good thing for you to have like you know I was like you don't have to do drugs or anything like you just do it it's it's an experience but you you gotta be aware that you're gonna be using a porta john bro for <laughs> sure dude so, dude I bring my own toilet paper in my backpack so i bring a backpack That's... to the festival and the security guard is like what the fuck is this and i'm like and i look at them i'm like you really asking me that and she and the lady is like smart man <laughs> Dude, that's some like you know only an edc guy would think to bring toilet paper to a festival <laughs> yeah, exactly. all right we'll go to the next question here have you ever owned a butterfly knife no but I really want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an unfair question to us knife guys. Yeah, that, that one, you know, put in the trash pile. I'll get one eventually. <laughs> we'll let that one slide here. Yeah. All right, we'll go with <laughs> Do you have an above ground pool or have you ever had an above ground pool? Never had any pool ground. Unfortunately. Oh, I, oh, okay. Yeah, actually the blow up above ground one. So yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Up. Above ground is like when okay. you blow it up. Yeah, then yeah, garbage. We I have mean, them currently right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my mom has one and my brother's house has one where you could fit like 35 people in it. It's like huge. <laughs> up to here, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Spent money on that shit, but it's like still it cheap. Becomes classy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like it's held up by these like sticks, like these like thick plastic things and you know, if you can't dig in the ground, like you gotta go through city ordinance or whatever to get all that shit. You just buy this pool and you have a pool. So okay, I, I don't know. Job. All right, so let's go to this question and we'll go to a few like clips that we can watch. Okay. Awesome, man. Has your family ever owned a chia pet? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to love the commercials so much. <laughs> that jingle, that jingle is just like drilled in my head. Yeah, forever. You're never going to forget that. I actually have never owned a Chia pet, and I've always wanted to have one. And I, I am fortunate enough that my audience loves us, like Kelly and me, so much that they bought us a Chia pet, bro. David has one. <laughs> We gonna grow this shit soon. We haven't had a chance to like, you know, work with it yet. But <laughs> okay, hold up though. Is that is that like old stock or are they still using that exact same packaging? Because that shit looks like it's from the eighties. It's just like it is. I think they kept it the same to give it the same vibe. I think. That's I mean, it definitely looks like look at David Hasselhoff. Dude, look. Yeah, that shit looks like it's right from a garage. Night Rider, bro. That's that is awesome. Oh, you better. Are you using it yet? Is it growing or is no? It my girl was gonna take it out one time. I think it was like two weeks ago, and I was like, no, we have to film that shit. You know, like I, I always think of in terms of content now. She's like, yo, I'm gonna, you know, because my girl used to grow succulents, right? Mm -hmm. And um. She had like a succulent business during uh, quarantine because she was bored as fuck. And she's like, I'm just going to grow these plants. And it's going pretty well, too. Happy Go Sucky on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, cool, funny name. And uh, people really like that. Really like she would import like succulents from Korea, wow. South Korea, That's not like North, not from Kim Jong-un, but like. <laughs> You know, and and then yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they were she was selling like thousands of dollars of like succulents like every month. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, so she was like, I'm gonna grow it, and I'm like, No, we gotta film that shit, you know. Like, you know, they gave it to us and we gotta we gotta do that. So I think I'm gonna deem you oh, so this is the last question. I wrote this one myself for our garbage. You're eating chicken wings, all right? You're eating chicken wings and you really have to pee. Like really bad. Like you're gonna piss yourself. <laughs> yeah. You go to the bathroom, okay? Do you A wash your hands first, then pee, or B pee first, then wash your hands? So there's a story behind this answer. Um, <laughs> initially, I probably would have just said if it's that bad, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. But I did a video with my friends once. Where we were we were trying to do a YouTube channel thing uh, called mm -hmm. Pixel Wars. We still want to eventually, but it's just like we haven't had the time to get together. Um, but you know, we we had a set set up, and we basically do like challenges. And uh, one of them was to eat wings that were made with that de bomb sauce. Oh, I've had those. Ones. I've had yeah. I I do the hot ones challenge every time I get a thousand more subscribers. I've done it two times already. Oh, nice. The bomb so, is in each one. It's terrible. So yeah, dude. So the video is still up, and you can find it if you if you find our channel. Um, but yeah, so we just used a whole bottle of the sauce on, on wings and oh we basically, we were answering video game trivia. It was me against another guy. And uh, if you got it right, you didn't have to eat a wing, but it, obviously if you got it wrong, you had to eat it oh. fucking miserable, dude. I, I got so sick, but oh. the worst part of it, even worse than eating the wings is I went upstairs and I even washed my hands, bro. But like whatever was still left, dude, I went to the bathroom and my nuts just fucking <laughs> for like, dude. 
I swear to God, it was like probably one of the worst things I've ever felt ever because it was just constant burning. And in the video, I literally recorded myself in the shower, like spraying myself oh. with the thing. And I was like, dude, this is I'll send you the link out. Yo, I'm gonna have to show that on a live or something. That is fucking <laughs> funny because that's one thing that I try to be careful about is like touching myself. Not like jerking <laughs> off. I mean like you know like let me rub one out real quick. I just put on some Tiger Bomb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I had I try to be really careful because I've done the challenge twice now. I've also done the the Pocky One Chip Challenge where you eat the chip that's like really hot. Yeah, I've done that, that too. Um, I love doing that stuff, but I definitely wouldn't use the bomb as like a regular hot sauce. It's just too it's, crazy. It doesn't even taste good. It's so it's apparently from what I read, the difference is uh, what is it? It's like an extract as opposed to it's technically an extract not like yeah. a hot sauce yeah so it's just straight pain basically like Jeez. add a one drop to a whole pot of chili kind of thing dude oh my god like it literally i can't even describe what it felt like to yeah. have that where you was. use the like, whole bottle on how many wings not many man maybe like 12 10. we each had like six oh, or something or yeah, I'll send you, dude. It's it's bad. Oh, I'm in like God. visible physical pain, and you I was so pissed bro, off. On that, I was so pissed off about it that like there was um what was it? There was like a shot glass on the table for some reason. I was like flung that shit, smashed against the cement. It was bad. It was a really horrible oh experience. God, to answer your question, I will wash my hands ten times, no matter how bad I have to <laughs> after experiencing that. <laughs> All right, so. There's a follow-up since you chose A. Okay. Do you wash your hands again a second time after you pee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we going for honesty or are we going to make me look good? It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm, if I'm like about to leave and I'm just getting in my car. Yeah. If I'm going to be like sharing things with people, then yeah, I'll wash. This is why we have COVID. Because men. <laughs> I'm, dude, I am. Yeah. I'm patient zero. Yeah, I'm the sure. carrier. I'm patient <laughs> zero. All right, let's watch a couple of. Uh, so on this show, I try to convince people that TikTok is awesome because the knife community doesn't like TikTok for some reason, and I love it. You are on it, actually. You have like musical stuff. I checked out some of your vids today. I commented on your vid on Instagram, and I said, that "My man is a set of pipes, yo. Yeah, Amazing. Thank you. Definitely check out his stuff on TikTok. Uh, it is colorful filled on TikTok, right?" No, so my TikTok I is the same as my YouTube channel. On TikTok and I found you. Yeah, so I lo I had that account when Musically or whatever was still a thing. Yes, was, TikTok I lost Musically. access to it. Yeah, so I had that account then, lost access to it, reached out to support. I don't have it anymore. So if you look up my Paul Monko TV, that's the same as my YouTube yeah. channel. Mm -hmm. So if you look that up, uh, that's where I'm posting now. I just made, excuse me, I just made the account like a month ago, maybe a month and a half yeah. ago. And uh, yeah, it honestly, I was one of those people that was just super like, I can't get on TikTok because they're like kids. But then eventually it was like Instagram fucking hates me. So I should probably get on TikTok. Well, the thing is, is like, I don't know if you saw that. Um, I think it was a Instagram live and it was the CEO of Instagram. And the, he said that we are no longer pushing photography anymore. Like we're pushing really? videos on Instagram because TikTok is killing us. That's not his exact words, but that's exactly what he meant. He said, TikTok is huge. We have to compete. So they're mainly going to push video now. And I'm definitely seeing that with my own numbers. 
is that like when I do a reels or something, like I just see a lot more views, bro. And um, that, yeah, yeah. So even Instagram is like kind of like fuck. TikTok is this giant, and you know, I don't know if you've spent time on the app. I've certainly spent hours on it a day. Like it's stupid how much time. <laughs> I it's so dumb. Um, but it, it allows me to do this show and 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 bring vid- these stupid videos that I put on here. Uh, but th- the the way that that app is set up, it is so easy to consume content on it. It's like so easy. You just scroll next one, like it, next one, share it on the same page, and then that's it. So funnily enough, one of the things that really pushed, besides like saying, okay, I should probably be up to date with social media platforms if I mm-hmm. want to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, YouTube kind of copied that feature with their their shorts. Or whatever. Their short, and, short, yeah, short, and, short. and yeah. I found myself. I do that too. I found myself doing that for a long time. And then I was like, okay, I kind of fuck with this. Now I got to get TikTok because I know it's the yeah. exact same thing. It's better. Um, it's definitely it's better. better. Yeah. One of the things uh, I talked to a few Twitch streamers and they're like, yeah, a lot of people on Twitch, like they use TikTok. They, there's, there's, a, there's a service called Streamladder where it will take your Twitch clips and make them portrait that way you can post on TikTok. It's like really insane. And it, it shows your little video, uh, your face on oh. top and then your video on the bottom and it converts it like instantly. I use the same service because I've been streaming on Twitch now. And it's like, it just, it's easy to make content. If you do long form content, TikTok is like a big deal. Cause like you could just clip your podcast or whatever and just slap That's it cool. on there and then you're done, you know? And you're, you're basically recycling your own content to make smaller pieces of content. You're creating this pillar. This is Gary V shit here. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. You have like (laughs) infinite. That's awesome. So actually, I wanted to ask you about that too, because I know you specifically have issues where like they take your shit down or like, you know, they they, like, yeah, they like temporarily ban you. Is that literally just because it's a knife? So let's see. Actually, I did a TikTok just recently and uh let's see if they took it down i have a new strategy that i just said wow my videos are not doing well but i'm gonna share them anyway <laughs> right now no, because i stopped kind of because I, I i was in tiktok jail for like maybe four days because i showed a knife and this is what i did today um look at that little nice little 6900 okay uh this is what i did today i didn't even realize you had many followers on it right? this is the damn designs hades this is the outline of it right here because I can't show it to you on TikTok. You can also check it out on my Instagram stories. <laughs> That's what I did. But I'm saying, like, uh, let me show you, like, one that hit big. Some of them do hit, like, pretty big. Not recently, um, but I've definitely reached, like, the 100,000 marks before, like, way before. And then the algorithm changed. And then I was still trying to, like, find myself and, like, what kind of content to do. Um, yeah, dude. And uh, but I do think it's a very important tool, especially for a content creator or if you have like some type of business. Damn, I got to go way back. I'm looking real bad right now. <laughs> you're like, that's so funny. You're like a lot. On, you're constantly on thin ice, though, like with your content, right? Like you yeah, basically like, never know if you're just going to get put in. Jail. Exactly. So and, and then and then it's like, I oh, dude, this is so funny. I filmed this today outside my shop. Watch dude, this. this man out here playing volleyball. With no ball, yo. Oh. <laughs> He's really in that. He's in the Olympics right now. <laughs> oh, get it. Yeah. Anyway, just not out here. That is insane. Is that yeah, just normal for you? Is, the way that you have to do it is not open the knife. That's if you don't open the knife and you kind of like. 
do some kind of like roundabout way to talk about it, it's fine. Uh, Everyday Minimalist is the biggest EDC tech talk page that I know that does focus primarily on folders and mm -hmm. flashlights and shit. And he's like got over half a mil um uh followers and uh you know he he but he did it at he got big at a time where tiktok was still not what it is today you know i think it's harder to get big on it now but i do know another guy who's only been doing it for a few months and he like racked up seven seventy five hundred followers already and the only way wow. you can do that is to post like three times a day so yeah you gotta be consistent but you can make them 15 seconds that's the thing yeah it's like you uh, so the, what i what i try to do i don't do it all the time because i don't have time but it's like usually i will um i will uh i will post like at 12 and then i post at three and then i will post at six and it could be like a 15 second clip of me just doing stupid shit like yo i'm cutting this avocado right now son you know what i mean <laughs> and then it's like gets like two thousand views or whatever and i get like 30 subs from it or 10 subs and you just keep yeah. doing that until you become this massive machine and you could post yourself like eating ramen and you'll get like 10,000 views. So yeah, dude. that's how you do it on Instagram. That doesn't work that well anymore. Cause I post a lot on Instagram. I post. I, yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I have a friend on TikTok. Let me mm -hmm. give you his name real quick. Mm -hmm. And he, he's like blowing up on there. He's a drummer, but he basically plays drums. Like that's it's big on TikTok, bro. And he plays it to me. It's ridiculous. Um, What's his name? I'll, I'll uh, show his page right now. Let me see. So if you just search Dave and then Paradise, but without the E at the end, he just literally drums to like viral TikTok videos. And he has like... Dave, like Paradise? Yeah. How come, wait, D-A-V-E-P-A-R-A-I-D-S? How come I can't find him? So Dave, I just searched Dave space P-A-R-A. -A oh, it's Dave space. Okay, got it uh well, yeah, yeah i just look like his name and then you'll see him what i'm gonna see this dude bro what's his main profile his, his name is so, oh okay so his actual like username is at da and then his last name parody oh so it's at da and then para he, like this is this guy oh, right on top there you go okay, oh he cool. has the e there but his actual last nice name. but dude like that one oh, i've seen this motherfucker before bro yeah dude he he lives like in my town basically oh i follow he's this i'm not logged in right now but i follow this guy i think yeah, he he's did, like i think maybe it was this one that i watched where he was like he was doing some kind of remix with a bunch of people and i was like yo this dude slaps bro dude he's he, he's in a really really good band um uh dream of scipio uh, like local band here yeah. um but yeah he basically does like metal drums to memes and like makes yep. it musical and it's fucking hilarious. yeah like we'll do like dogs and it'll be like you yeah. know it's husky metal i tried band. my best to find timing in this somewhere i love that that original video too i love it oh shit <laughs> yeah this dude is like lit bro he's mad good I know yeah, these videos too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, bro. He's awesome. He's a great guy too. That's great. <laughs> I tried oh, yeah. my best. <laughs> no, Wild, but, dude, but I, his I account's show, huge. Yeah, I try to show knife people. I'm like, dude, you think that it's just like 
you know, like thirst trap, like videos of girls dancing or like some <laughs> weird shit. There's cool shit on TikTok too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've seen like blacksmith videos. I've seen like just a lot of different things. Like people like painting cool stuff. And uh, yeah. I really like it, man. Let, let, let's get to some videos here that let's I've do done. It. I don't know what these are. So I have a bunch of clips here. Um, let me see. All right. So I've shown this on my, my Patreon before, but this is a girl that just came out of like getting a root canal and like mm -hmm. gotten some anesthesia. I can feel the tears running down my eyes and he's like, so when you get home, don't be alarmed. It's going to look like you've had a stroke. <laughs> the one side of your face. <laughs> <laughs> like you're smiling on that side. Bro, and you're just talking. <laughs> it's too face. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. That, that looks so uncomfortable, I man. I can see out of this side. I can't see out of this side. Because I'm lying so hard. This is how you're normal. You're normal. Oh my god, dude. It's like two different people. Normal. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's actually a three-parter, but I'm just going to show one part here. I showed the rest that was great. on Patreon. It, it, <laughs> I, I, I laugh a lot on TikTok, man. Like, I like Instagram a lot um, because I feel like the creativity is more, like, honed in. But, like, TikTok mm -hmm. is, like, the wild, wild west. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get, like, very well-produced sketches. And sometimes you get, like, real reactions like that one. Where yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one of the things also that I heard a lot about TikTok is that like they're they're kind of not at the point yet where Instagram is where they have a very specific sort of algorithm like the kind mm -hmm. of content they want to feature. TikTok I like that, is really though. me too, and that, and that was yeah. one of the like convincing points to me is like you know you're there's more out there to see than just it, it's almost like what happened with YouTube. Do you remember when everyone used to complain about YouTube because like the, the featured page just became celebrities and like mm -hmm. channels with like millions of subscribers. And it was like, Oh, it's all corporate now. Like that's basically what happened with Instagram, but like TikTok isn't really like that yet. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what's really cool because you know, you're seeing unique content from people and also it gives people like that opportunity to grow, you know, their own yeah. audience. And it's oh, you're yeah. not just, always fed people who already have 2 million followers or whatever. So that's really cool. Uh, that's really I don't know cool. what video this is. Oh, we, I watched this on my, my live the other night, so we're going to skip that one. We'll go All to good. Uh, this. What is this, dude? Pet toy fish died, so my mom just. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, son. That's that's kind of fucked. That's like if my cat died and I just like put it in the oven. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if you've heard this story, but I actually ate my own dog. No, you're lying. So I was in the field. <laughs> no, you're I've told the story before. I I didn't tell it to Nick Shabazz because he's like vegetarian, and I was like, I, I you know this is the first time he was on, and I, I almost told it, but I didn't. So basically, I had a dog named Rocky. He was like a mutt, you know. We had a couple of other dogs, and we had a big place in the Philippines. And my dog Rocky was kind of a bad dog. 
And my mom was visiting from America because my mom was working in America and uh, sending money back, you know, typical Asian immigrant stuff. Mm-hmm. And this dog like tried, like went full red zone on my mom. This is in the eighties wow. in the Philippines. Okay. Got it. Yep. And my dad had to put him down and, you know, shot him with a rifle and shit. And like, mm-hmm. rather than fucking let the meat go to waste. I I'm five years old. I wake up. There is a spread, bro, like on the table. <laughs> oh, I just woke up. I'm five. I'm oh. in a third world country. I am starving. There's like adobo with like rice, and I'm like eating that shit. I'm like, this is so good. Did you like well, know or so mid meal, right? They tell me, hey, do you know what that is? And I'm like, it's adobo, right? It's Rocky. I'm like fucking crying. They're telling me the story of what happened. I'm crying. I'm like still eating the meat. Like, I'm like oh my God. Because like I'm a kid. I, at five, you don't understand, but they were explaining to me because in the Philippines, like this is a common thing. It is a poor, okay. poor country, especially in the 80s, bro. Like mm-hmm. meat, you know, when you get it, like you have to not let it go to waste. It's kind of like if you think about like indigenous tribes, there was still a lot of that mentality going on. So, you know, I happened to have eaten my own dog, man. I mean, it wasn't by choice. The fucked up thing is my uncles were all like, from now on, dogs will know that you ate the dog. (laughs) It makes your stomach hot. And I'm like, I was so scared of dogs, bro. They fucked me. (laughs) Dude, that. All right. So that part's fucked up. But honestly, like, um, I mean, given your situation and everything, like, I don't even feel like that's like a bad, like. Yeah, because it's, like it's the same way him. here. Yeah, it, we killed him because he was attacked. He was red zone. You know which, what I mean? Euthanized we, him. But we didn't waste the meat. We gave back to the earth by consuming. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but no, dude. Honestly, like that. We still in the states. You know, if a dog attacks somebody, they're gonna get put down. Yeah, know, exactly. And so, they don't eat the meat. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what if a you have had, had husky before they'll know <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna watch one more video with you and i'm gonna get you out of here all right that cool Sounds good man all right Sounds so great. i don't know what this is i hope it's a good one man theories that'll blow your mind now this is a crazy oh, we're not doing this this is one for my girl <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yeah, this stuff i i downloaded for patreon so that my girl can see it uh, what is this? With their nose, what they'll do is oh, Jesus their nose into- <laughs> <laughs> so All right, I'm gonna look for a good one. Okay, I'm gonna look for a good one. Okay. Right here. Let's okay. see. Uh, all right, let's do this one. So, have you ever gone? So, are you on TikTok at all? Like, do you ever consume content on it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not like crazy, but I, yeah. I definitely like scroll through like probably a few hours a week, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So I, I follow this page where this lady just like reviews other people's food. And like it, you know, like really bad food though. And it like looks really funny and her reactions to it are like hilarious. So like, we're going to go with this one here. Welcome to episode 24 of what the hell is even that? This is why your ass shouldn't be eating everybody's food. Come to my room, free pizza for everybody. I'm not coming in there. Hey, look at them pale ass pineapples. Why would you make this kind of pizza? See, I just, we're starting off already. Baby, I thought this was some kitty little. I thought this was a kitty little full of dura. I don't even know what the fuck this is. I know. Oh fucking lie. How he even got in there? Well, I'd be cock-a-doodle-damn. 
<laughs> he just in this shit sleep in broth. You ain't you ain't even cut that man mohawk off. <laughs> oh. This gonna make you for sure shot on yourself. Boy <laughs> eggs and beans. I know that whole house farted the fuck out. Now how you gonna bust that man back open like that there? This is literally an uncooked fish bowl. <laughs> Who made this? <laughs> are those maggots and mashed potatoes? Y'all eating smoked maggots and mashed potatoes? Yeah, y'all really are nuts out here. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I love TikTok, Dude, awesome. bro. Dude, she's this she's was awesome. so much fun, man. It's been a while since I laughed this hard with somebody. Uh, thank you very much for doing this. I did not realize I had a fucking social media aristocrat no, house, bro. Like, not, oh, not at all, shit. bro. Not at all. Um, yeah, if you're ever in New York City, man, you want to fucking go eat somewhere, hit me up and fucking we'll do something. But thank you very much for doing this. Everyone in the audience, please follow Colorful Filth on Instagram. And uh, you could actually find him using Colorful Filth on TikTok. That's how I found him. Follow him on there. And uh, what's uh, anything else that they, you want him to follow you at? Um, No, that's that's pretty much it. I have like one song on Spotify under my actual name. So if you want to check that out, what's, that's what's cool. it, What is it? Full thing um it's just so just my name paul munko m-u-n-k-o okay um and uh yeah i just i put a song up like a few months ago so feel free to check that out if you want yeah everyone Not, fucking whatever. get him some <laughs> listens man you know the edcc awesome, get him man. some listens paul munko on spotify this is your boy in the nyc it's me ray and colorful filth saying peace and good night Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.